Hey friends, it's Andy Jenkins up at the Hilltop. It, it is actually early Friday morning. I usually record this stuff in the middle of the afternoon because I'm a little bit more awake, alert, already knocked some stuff off for the day, but I just took the kids to school, got back, and I have something I wanna share with you. Okay, so here's what happened. Several weeks ago, my friend Barry Cosper, he works at what is now the BMBA, the Baptist, well, actually, let's say it again. Birmingham Metro Baptist Association. Okay, Birmingham Metro Baptist Association. That's a network of about 160 churches in the Birmingham, Bessemer, the whole metropolitan area uh, that really converge and come together in order to, they happen to all be Baptist, to do some mission work, to do some projects, to resource endeavors, uh, realizing they can do more as a unit than they could do on their own. They have got an incredible organization. In fact, uh, for, all, for all the knocking that people do about some of these denominations uh, that have been around forever, they are the ones that figured out first and continue to prove that you don't have to function independently. You can actually do this stuff together. You can resource, pull money, pull people together, and achieve more as multiple churches working together than you can ever do on your own. And they are still among the best at doing that. It's an incredible uh, history and legacy that they have actually working together. Anyway, my friend Barry, he calls and he says, hey, uh, let's talk about that LifeLift project. We'd already discussed it. He said, can you come talk to our minister's conference? We do this every single Monday. Can you come and speak? Well, well sure. And then he asked the follow-up, can you bring your dad? Now, a little thing you need to know about my dad and Barry, they're, they're actually the same age. And my dad was on Barry. So I, I should actually refer to him as Dr. Cosper. Uh, he was on Barry's doctoral committee where you read the thesis and then you help them and then they have to defend it. And he was on that uh, years ago when he earned that doctoral degree. Now, anyway, my dad wrote the original version of Life with 20 plus years ago. You guys know that back when he pastored the church where I grew up and then he handed the material over to me. I've talked about that on the podcast. I rewrote it, rebooted it, upgraded it. Uh, in fact, I've told some of the people, they, they said, what's different about it? The first obvious thing is it used to be red. Now it's green. The second thing is the pictures, and there's a lot more information. You know, we have the workbook, and then we've got the four other books, and then the big book, you know, other resources that will help you study, help you find and fulfill your purpose. But one of the huge differences, this one is so obvious, is that when my dad originally taught it, and then when I had the opportunity when I was in college to teach it with him, and then in seminary as well, we taught it, and, and it was technologically advanced at the time. I mean, it was well done. This isn't a knock, a slap, anything on it. We taught it with transparencies where you had the old overhead projector and you had to keep an extra bulb in the trunk in case it went out and you have the clear transparencies. You set them on there, you could get a Sharpie marker and you could write on them or you could wipe it off and then you push it up on this big screen in the church if they had one. That's how it originally was communicated. So a lot has really transformed. There were no websites back then at all. There were no email funnels. There were no uh, personalized coaching and content delivery that we can do now. Uh, none of that existed, but there's this tremendous legacy where now we're able to focus more on some of those things 
because we're really standing on top of some tall shoulders. Anyway, uh, Barry provided us a date. Uh, Dad's schedule was clear, so he and my mom drove down from Huntsville, spent some time with us, the kids, and then we went to speak to the crew, and then we all went to eat lunch afterwards. Uh, Dr. Cosper, Barry, my dad, a lot of the people that were there at that meeting that day, and then my mom and Beth joined us there at the fish market downtown Birmingham. So that's a long story. Somewhere in the middle of all of that, we received another invitation. And the invitation was this. The Minister's Conference, it starts every Monday morning at 11. And by the way, let me kind of insert this in there because this will surprise some of you. Um, It's very beautiful. There were, I believe, as many women in the room as there were men. And that might buck against some of what you traditionally thought uh, might happen. Anyway, somewhere in the midst of all of this, we received another invitation. The invitation was, hey, we've got a podcast. Uh, Chris Crane, who is the director of missions there, Dr. Chris Crane, I think Chris is about my age, uh, does a tremendous uh, work there pulling and leading those churches together. Uh, he's got a podcast. Hey, hey, do you want to come? You and your dad, while well, we've got you in the same room, talk on this podcast and just share a little bit of the story of life, of what's new, what's different, all of this. And so I thought, you know what? If if we can swing that, that would be phenomenal. You know, I was going to do it on my own, but if my dad can make it, if they're here early enough, let's let's go. So, of course, he was ready. It didn't require a lot of prep time. We walked in. We did it. Uh, dad crushed it. Got to hear. You'll, you'll hear his voice on this. And, and I tell you, he's got a voice for radio. Like, legit. Uh, when you talk to me, it just sounds like we're hanging out. He, he sounds ultra high-end professional. So we did this, and uh, you know, I, I remember they were saying, "Okay, do y'all have the you know bandwidth to do that, or do you need to get alone and prepare for the talk?" And, and really, we don't like you know. I think I'm an extrovert, so I'm ready to go like right now. You, I could just go, you know, and let's hang out before we do it and have fun while we're doing it and all of that. So we spoke, and afterwards, it was such a great interview. And Chris has this phenomenal setup with all this. In fact, I got back, back and I told Beth, I was like, I, I think I need that like at some point. And I want to add a camera so I can do video. But he's got this great stuff where he just presses the button. He pulls in the intro music, all of that. I'm going to play his intro music because uh, I don't I don't necessarily have that uh, fancy schmancy voiceover and all that. But, I, but I'm going to play it and let you really hear how they do things there. They do it extremely well. And then I want you to look in the show notes. This is a long intro. <laughs> I want you to look in the show notes, and I want you to take advantage of the free book that's there. The book that we're talking about, you can go down, I'll mention it in the talk with Chris, you can go down below, and you can take advantage of the free offer. Pay the shipping, we'll send it to you, and my hope is uh, at some point in the very near future, Beth has got this ready, she crushed it, I'm looking across the desk here, uh, we're about to leave to go out of town, we're right now working on me having the words and the graphics to put in there. We're going to have this personal delivery system where when you take these assessments that, that we're going to mention here in the show, when you take these assessments about your personality, you take an assessment about what's called your created design, how God crafted you intentionally in your mother's womb. And then, of course, you come out, some of it's nature, some of it's nurture, so some of it's how you were made, some of it's the circumstances you know in which you walk through, and then your supernatural gifts. When you take these assessments, it is going to deliver to you really 
what you're like, and then open up personal coaching, content delivery videos, tailor-made to you, to where you're going to learn more about you, how you see the world, uh, the opportunities ahead of you. Uh, You're going to get some affirmation that, hey, you might be an introvert. You don't need to feel bad about that. If you're an introvert and you're gifted with prayer, oh goodness, you need to intercede and we need to give you freedom to do that in in the prayer closet. If you're a, a an extrovert and gifted with prayer, we need to put you on the front line where you're praying for people out loud and you're you're serving them in that way. Like, like you see how this could work on so many levels with so many different things. And that's just one example. So she's been working on that, crushing that. I'm excited for you to see that. Take advantage of the free book. And then as soon as that is ready, uh, and it'll be free, the assessment's totally free. We'll put them on the homepage of the website, let you kind of just follow along right there. We'll let you know when that happens. Okay, long intro. Here is another short intro and then the talk with uh, with my dad, Edwin Jenkins, and my friend, Chris Crane. Welcome to the Undivided Podcast with Dr. Chris Crane. Dr. Crane is the Executive Director of the Birmingham Metro Baptist Association. The BMBA exists with the mission to encourage, equip, and engage the community for the glory of God. I welcome you to the podcast today. We have two awesome guests with us, Edwin and Andrew Jenkins. So welcome to the podcast, guys. Yeah, thanks for having us. I'm honored to be here. Well, we're glad to have you. We're going to talk today about a process that's been used with individuals, it's been used with churches and other organizations called LifeLift. And Andrew Jenkins has recently published uh, a four-volume set about this with some videos and audio uh, resources. So what in the world is LifeLift, Andrew? Well, the short version is LifeLift is a framework that will help people find and fulfill their God-given purpose not just find and fulfill that purpose in terms of just where we are naturally in terms of what skills, talents, abilities that you have. Those are all important, but we really feel like foundationally, you start with what God has actually already said in Scripture. That's key number one. In in fact, the term in the life lift framework is instructional obedience. So many people want to seek out the big thing that God has for them, yet they haven't been fair and honest and accurate with doing the things that he has already clearly said. So we begin there, and then we move to people's natural talents and abilities, their background, the burdens that they sense when they move throughout the world, uh, all the experiences, good, bad, all of that. God redeems all those things, works all things together for the good. So instructional obedience natural talents and abilities, and then we move into the supernatural giftedness that you and I have. God supernaturally infuses the Holy Spirit to express himself through each of us in unique ways. Life lift is all of that. And, and once you understand all of those areas, the instructional things God has already said to do, your unique natural talents and abilities, the way you were at your first birth, you were born a certain way, you have certain experiences, nature and nurture, that first birth thing, that's you. And then second birth, supernatural. Once you put all of that together, you really start finding that sweet spot uniquely 
for you. That's what LifeLift does. Well, Andrew, I know you have a background and a great track record as a leadership coach, an entrepreneur, nonprofit work. You're an ordained pastor. So how, how practically has LifeLift helped you? Um, how have you seen it work in people's lives? Okay, it's a twofold answer. So the twofold is the current answer is I think I'm walking out what I learned 20 plus years ago in this material. Now, now the material really for me, I haven't been involved with it for 20 years until recently when we did the rewrite. So right now I'm, I'm walking out what I really believe I learned in a local church using this material the first time it was drafted by my dad 20 years ago. Well, we are so, we are so honored to have Edwin Jenkins in the studio today. And so, Edwin, this was your brainchild. How, how did the Lord give you life lift so that Andrew has taken and, and, and kind of reworked for a new generation? Tell us about it. Life lift started as a, a need. Uh, I believed that we needed to do a better job of getting people into their places of gifting so that they could serve supernaturally. Because I believe the church needs to operate supernaturally. It's rather ironic that uh, we operate in most churches naturally. We operate with our best planning, with our best logic, with our best organizational skills, instead of reminding ourselves that we were born twice that makes us supernatural persons. And we're a part of a supernatural organism, the body of Christ. And that's quite remarkable in itself. So we also follow a supernatural guidebook, the living word of God. And so we deviate from that and get the best organizational plan we can get from secular society, and we put that on the church. That, to me, was inappropriate. So I said, we've got to get to what really can happen when a church operates according to spiritual gifts. And so I began the study, and this is, in fact, it's more than 20 years old. It's almost 30 now. Next year, it'll be 30 years old because the first publication of LifeLift came out in 1993, if you can imagine that. And it is not at all in the polished form that now it is in because of Andrew and what he's done with this material. And also, as it has matured over the past nearly 30 years to what it is now, and now it is so much fuller, so much more expanded, but remarkably, it is still on the same foundational background that God gave us back in 1990 up to 93 when it was first published. Truly remarkable. I, I have a music background, and no uh, one can sing together as well as family. So that's, that's an interesting, interesting concept, just the way the human voice has ma been made. But I've noticed that with LifeLift, that that what Andrew has brought to it, no other person on earth could do that, Edwin. So you have a, a remarkable family, and I'm grateful for what Andrew has done with LifeLift. So tell me tell me a little bit about the four-volume um, LifeLift material that I'm holding here, which is available, I assume. People can get this? Yeah, that's that's true. We can put a link down in the show notes to that, or they can go okay. to lifelift.online and find all of this information. In fact, later on, we, we can tell them how to get the workbook absolutely free if they pay the shipping and handling. Um, 
when this book first came out, it, I, I remember going down to the beach. We, we went down there one weekend, and Dad, you had the uh, a notebook. You, you were writing it longhand on a legal pad, just sketching I did it everything out. Everything on longhand. And, and, and then he would take those notes back. His handwriting is really good. Mine, mine is horrible, but he would take it back, and then the church secretary would type this in. So it, it goes back that far. And initially, that book that he wrote was maybe 100, 120, 130 pages long. We used it at, at Hilldale Baptist Church. That's where it was birthed. So it was birthed practically. This was not from a seminary. It's not from a college, not from somebody's office. This was practically done in the real world of pastoral ministry. And because of that, he knew what everybody was being taught every week. Everybody had a foundation in Scripture. Everybody had a foundation of the Bible, prayer. All of these things that so so often we take for granted, they just knew. Because, again, he wrote that book not to be traveling out to the masses, but to be used in that church. So now, several decades later, when we were looking at kind of rebooting that material, uh, doing version 2.0, you start looking and you think, well, some things have changed culturally. And if we're not passing this information on to a church that we lead, we need to make sure that people have all of the information they would need to know. And so real, really, it's a little bit more robust now that it's a full discipleship framework. So people really, part one, they learn their identity in Christ. Part two, they learn about walking uh, in connection with the Holy Spirit. Part three, you start seeing how the Holy Spirit gifts you uniquely. All of this is really what was added to that original text. In fact, I told him when we were rewriting, I said, hey, I'm, I'm just going to take the old version of the text. I'm going to add everything to it that I would possibly think people need to know. And that's usually when you come back with the editing process and start chopping a lot and putting it on the floor. And at that point, we really realized we didn't just have one big book. We had 500 pages. Uh, at that point, we thought, really, we've got four books. Let's just separate it out and let it be part of an overall larger project. So the, the project really grew at that point. Does, does that make sense? Absolutely. And that's what you have there. So these four volumes are beautifully bound. Uh, the material is accessible, but it's also rich and deep. And uh, so really, how would you lead a group of people or work through the process Let's say in a local church context, Andrew. So you got you got a couple options, uh, and and you could actually implement all of these at the exact same time. The workbook has twenty chapters. I, I went through and I taught them and timed it myself. I can, I can teach in about fifteen to twenty minutes per chapter. So you could do it in ten weeks, you know, and and lead your church through that. Uh, fill in the blank workbook. You could teach it yourself with the teacher. You could press play and put a video in. However you wanted to do it, you could lead through that. 20 weeks, 10 weeks would probably be better. Or you could wrap that back and go, well, there's there's four parts here. We really want people to earn, learn their identity in Christ first because everything builds from that. And if you don't know who you are, you will seek to fulfill that identity in things outside of you, actions, activities, ministry. And we want people to minister, serve from an overflow of who they are. And so that's where we begin. So you could say, hey, we're going to do uh, identity as a class. That's part one. We're going to do presence. That's on the Holy Spirit, part two, as a class. We're going to do part three, expression, where people learn their gifts as a class. We could do part four, perspective, as a class. Each of these could just go for a month at a time, and people could drop in, and literally you could run all of those concurrently as a discipleship framework, or 
because you have all those short books that you're looking at right there, not the workbook, but those little four books, you could say, hey, I think we're going to do a small group book study that's going to meet at the coffee shop, and we're going to read through that book for, for five or six weeks, and, and we're going to study the content. What's important is not that you fill in the blanks on a workbook. It's that you really absorb the material, and then you walk it out. So whatever form you take, those books right there, I, I think they're 125 pages each, really accessible. They read fast. A lot of pictures in those to illustrate same pictures that are in the workbook and in the slides. So really, there's three options right there that would make it ultra accessible for anybody. I love them. As I have looked through them and read a lot of the material here, I see graphs and all kinds of diagrams that help bring the material to life. I'm a visual guy, so it's really, really helpful. Um, Edwin, back in the, the decades past when you developed this material and you implemented it in, in several churches now, you've even worked in the 3,200 churches across our state and beyond, even around the world with these concepts. What, what did you visualize in your mind as the product uh, in the person's life after they went through the life lift process? What did a person who had gone through that process ideally look like? Chris, as many things in, the, in church life, it developed. It developed over a period of time, and it went through various iterations, and uh, we developed it more and more and more. And I guess that the fullness of it came when our church, Hildale Baptist Church at that time, really adopted it as our plan, and we saw God do some amazing things. In fact, we had more than two dozen people called into ministry as a result of finding out that they were converted and they were called and they began to find out that they had a place of service. One of the best ways for a human being to know his calling is to know his spiritual gifting because when God spiritually gifts a person and gives them that endowment, that's something that they want to utilize for his glory and the good of his kingdom. Now, we had a number of people to go out of the church in regard to seeking out uh, their calling in various places. There were those who went into music ministry. There were those who went into pastoral ministry. There were those who went into children's ministry and various sorts. And it was just an amazing thing. And Bob Hall is the person who told me, he said, Edwin, you need to kind of go back and, and research how many people have indicated a call to ministry as a result of what God's doing at our church right now. It wasn't just life lift. We had revival going on for about a year and a half at Hildale Baptist Church. It was a remarkable, remarkable time. And it was a time that was not orchestrated by any human being. Those things can only be orchestrated by God. And the key is being obedient to God. And the whole foundation of life lift being instructionally obedient, finding out your natural talents and abilities and desires, and then studying and being understanding of the fact that God has supernaturally caused you a new birth. And not only that, he has called you to a service that he can utilize as the Holy Spirit moves through your life because the Holy Spirit is in your life. I go on and on about that and could go on and on about that. Well, it's fantastic to think that um, many have been called into the ministry and untold 
others have encountered this material over the years, and now um, your son, Andrew, is taking it to a whole new generation and has refined it and, and presented it in such a, an engaging way. Um, Andrew, how would people get a hold of this and, and begin to use it in their context? Here's the easiest way to do it is go to lifelift.online. So just www.lifelift.online. All of the information is right there. It will give you a breakdown of what, what's the workbook like? What are the, what are the books like? Where should I start? What are options? It, all of that information is right there. And if they will go to Jenkins.tv, I'm going to give you the long URL just because right now it's on the homepage of my website. But by the time you listen to this, Months from now, years from when we're recording, whatever, it'll still be there. Jenkins.tv slash free, F-R-E-E. If you'll pay the shipping and handling, we will send the workbook to you, and then you'll be able to flip through it and look at it and see if this is something you want to engage a group in, or if you're a pastor or ministry leader, your church or organization, uh, all of that information is right there for you. So those two URLs, you can put them in the show notes and follow those. We're grateful for your time. Before we close out, I just want to say thank you to both of you guys. I know a lot of our listeners will know who you are. Um, um, Edwin, you've been a leader not only in Birmingham but across the state, longtime pastor at First Baptist Church Athens. My mentor was you're one of your predecessors, uh, Fred Lackey, who was my pastor. Yes, indeed. And uh, Great we, man of God. Absolutely. Um, his wife's still with us uh, at this time. Just Sue a, Lackey is just a princess. Yes, she is. And we're all grateful for your work across the state. So the Lord brought you for a time as a state missionary and a great leader with our state, Alabama Baptist State Convention. Um, we're thankful for you and your work there. Yes, thank you so much. And I, uh, as I told the people at First Baptist Church of Athens when I left there, that I was reti not retiring so much as redirecting. Little did I know how much I would be redirected, and I've been in ministry very actively ever since I retired and redirected in 2015. And now I'm into 2022 and seven years of ministry continuing after the time that I was at First Baptist Church of Athens, and I praise the Lord for that. And by the way, I'm serving in my spiritual gifting and calling right now. Absolutely. And Andrew, we all admire you. You have been an entrepreneur, church planter, pastor, uh, leadership coach. Just tell us a little bit about what God is doing in your life right now. Uh, right now, some of the big projects that I've got going on are writing, uh, speaking. I host a couple of podcasts. I'm able to uh, work with an organization, Courage to Lead, that coaches ministry leaders and marketplace leaders. Um, developing this material. It, it's really just been an exciting season. That's awesome. I want to thank everyone for listening today. I hope you will take advantage of the websites and the materials that are there on your page, on the show notes. We're glad that you have supported this podcast so well. May God bless you. Hey, there you go. Thanks so much for joining. I wanted to come back at the end and just remind you to go follow the show notes. There's a link right there below where you can grab the free book. It's jenkins.tv slash free. We will send you the Life Lift workbook. All the answers are right there. If you will pay for the shipping and handling, we will send it on the way. And it comes literally, I don't hear all these stories about tech startups and all that that start in the garage. This literally ships in our garage from a shipping station uh, that Beth set up right there that has all the stuff automated. It is 
incredible. In fact, I'm going to shoot a video on it and show you guys exactly what it looks like and post that on social media. Uh, it is a great setup. Also, uh, remember when you do that, we'll put you on our email notification list and you'll find out exactly when those assessments go up where you can just do the yes, no, click through. They are optimized for mobile. You can sit and do it on your phone. Uh, questions about you that you answer and then it's going to deliver you some real-time feedback about the opportunities about what might be set out in front of you because we really want to help you find and fulfill your purpose here's the prayer as every week every episode may the lord bless you may he keep you may he be gracious to you and shine his face of intense favor upon you and may you realize uh, even especially if you feel stalemated, stalled out, stuck right now, that you were created, crafted intentionally by God for an incredible purpose to supply something to this planet that only you in your unique way can do. We would love to help you find that, to help you fulfill that grace and peace. I'll see you again soon.